Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today. So we get into the Word of God and talk about it in very practical terms. Ways that can change our lives, and I hope ways that can change our families, our churches, and yes, maybe even our country. God knows that we need His help and His blessing in our land right now. We were talking last week, and I'd like to continue today, talking about demonic spiritual strongholds that need to be broken if we ever hope to see true spiritual progress in our lives, our families, our churches, our nation. And a stronghold I want to talk about today is affecting our land, and it is this this problem of crime and violence in America. We've got a real problem. It's not just that we see it in the news. There is so much violence in our land. Barely a day or a few days go by where we don't hear of some sort of mass shooting of random people, not of a, a fight that goes on to someone you, you know and you get in an argument or you dislike him or turn against him, but random killing, just senseless violence that is, is poured out against innocent people. And in America today, you know, it's such a big, big problem. I was visiting in uh, India several years ago, and I was talking to some of the guys there, and we the subject of guns came up. Now, they were surprised when they found out I've never actually seen someone shot or killed here in America. Based on our movies, they thought we saw it every single day, that go to work, go to school, you're just always having to duck bullets because we're always shooting. But you know what? We're moving towards where that might not be too far off. And those of us who have not experienced seeing violence straight out or, or bullets flying around our heads and we've got a duck, it seems like we could be on the wrong path. This area of violence, lots of times as Christians, we don't talk about it enough. We are, so, we are very concerned about the growth of sexual immorality the growth of pride and, and uh, things of this nature. But you know in Scripture, why did God destroy the earth? It wasn't sexual immorality. It wasn't even pride. It wasn't greed. Look at what Genesis tells us. Genesis chapter 6, verse 11. Now the earth was corrupt in the sight of God, and the earth was filled with violence. Then God said to Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. And behold, I'm about to destroy them with the earth. What a, what a strong judgment. When you think of judgment in the Bible, you think of the flood, you think of Sodom and Gomorrah, you think of Golgotha, you think of Revelation. These are the big judgments that occurred, and of course, many others. But the first judgment, when God destroyed the whole earth and basically started over again with Noah and his family. Why? Because the earth was filled with violence. It's easy to love violence. It's easy to be intrigued by it. There's something that can draw people to it. But what's God's attitude towards violence? This might surprise people to hear this verse. It's one we don't think about often or try and talk about because it may not fit in well with some of our theological ideas. But look at what Psalm 11 verse 5 says. The Lord tests the righteous and the wicked 
and the one who loves violence, his soul hates. Wow. That's a pretty heavy, that's a pretty heavy statement. Someone who loves violence, I assume that that means that they're they're joy in it, they're enjoying it, they're involved in it, they are violent people. God opposes them. God hates what they do, and evidently God doesn't just hate what they do. He's got a a reaction to them. You say, well, is there any other verse that would say that? How about Proverbs chapter 6, verses 16 through 19? We'll only read a couple of verses here, but there are six things which the Lord hates. Six things which the Lord hates. Yes, seven which are an abomination to him. And of that list of seven... Hands that shed innocent blood. Feet that run rapidly to evil. This is talking about violent crime. This is talking about violence that that disrupts people, that hurts innocent people, that kills innocent people. It's escalating in our country. No matter what people say, it's escalating. And people wonder, well, what's the cause of all this? How do we solve it? Politicians, some of them are talking about it. Some of them aren't. But as a church, I think we need to be talking about it. As the people of God, we need to be talking about it. Notice, uh, I'll just throw out some of the things that people say as causes and or things that need to, problems that need to be addressed. Obviously, the first one that some people come up with is guns. If there were no guns, there'd be no killing. Well, that doesn't make sense. Guns certainly make it easier for people to kill one another, but there was a plenty of killing going on before guns, and they would go on without guns, and of course, they just make it easier. Mental illness. It's surprising the, the, the number of people who are involved in, you just have to ask, these people who do some of these incredibly wicked things. This weekend, driving into a shopping mall, just shooting people randomly. What's behind such thing? Driving a car into a crowd of people and killing people. What could be behind such things? And whereas some would want to call it mental illness, let's call it what it is. It's something demonic. It's something evil. It's something beyond just mental illness. Now, is their brain messed up? Perhaps so. But what's causing it? What's behind it? Is it demonic? Is it evil? The, the devil has come to steal, kill, and destroy. And when people have this irrational, depraved, unexplainable evil within them, one has to ask, is it more than just mental illness? Is it something demonic, something evil that has taken over their mind and their thinking and their life? Is it racism? A lot of people claim racism is the cause of of everything, and there is a lot of racial animosity and people who just have hatred towards people who look differently than them. Is it fatherless youth? We know that so often where there is crime, out-of-control crime, uh, you, you just study and you see that so many of the people that were involved in that grew up with no father in the home. And more and more in our country, there are younger people growing up with no fatherly influence. And we read in Malachi 4, verse 6, the, the last verse of the, New, of the Old Testament where God tells us that Elijah would come. 
the prophet would come in the spirit of Elijah, and he would turn the hearts of the fathers back to the children and the hearts of the children back to the fathers, lest God would come and smite the land with a curse. And indeed, the societal problem of fatherlessness, it's not solved easily. And it's not solved overnight. You don't bring fathers who are, have abandoned their family. You don't just bring them all back in. You don't write a law and they all come back into the house. These are deep societal problems. These are, these are generational problems. They are problems that, that have become widespread. We're significant numbers. Significant, more than half of children born in some communities in America today are born out of wedlock. Yeah, it's it's amazing. How can these children? Uh, they're they're growing up with the, the they're sailing against the wind, against the current. If they're going to make it, how about drugs? Drugs that are destroying people's minds, their decisions, their morality, their their ability to make sound decisions. Drugs that are that are destroying the mind and that are welcoming, as we know, drugs welcome demonic influence. Drugs cause a person to lose control of their, of their being, and, and spiritual darkness comes in. How many people do you know? I know lots. They took drugs and said, while well, on drugs, they saw God. They didn't see God. This was a demonic experience they were having. Satan was disguising himself as an angel of light. Gangs, this relates to the fatherlessness, and so often gangs are violent, and they operate by violence and by fear. Entertainment that glorifies violence. I mentioned earlier the people who see our movies over overseas and think America's just filled with shooting every day, everywhere you go. You, you, you're ducking bullets, every one of us. The video games that that desensitize someone as you 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 score points by bloodying and killing and doing violence against people. These and, and let me warn you, adults my age, I don't play video games. You probably don't play them. Do you know what your kids and grandkids are looking at? It's one thing if they're playing these little, you know, number games or Tetris or something with, but some of these games, they, you talk about glorifying violence. They're terrible. They're bloody. They're, they're extremely explicit. Law, lacks law enforcement. Do you know that in America today, over 20,000 murders happen, less than half of them get solved? Less than half of them get solved? Do you know out of 20,000 murders that in America last year, do you know how many people were, were given the death penalty? 31. 31 cases. And the odds of them actually being ex- ever executed, if it as happens, it'll take on average over 20 years. And it's probably they'll probably die of natural causes beforehand. Poverty. Hopelessness, the hopelessness of poverty, the hopelessness that people can never make it, can never have enough. Pornography, pornography that objectifies other human beings and, and, and takes advantage of them. And often uh, pornography today, uh, I don't watch it, but I've understood, is often very violent. Abortion, oh my goodness, we've developed a culture where a third of all babies are being aborted and we're, ca- we're throwing out human life and we're surprised when people... Uh, when people kill in the womb and it's okay, we're surprised when they kill later and we say it's not okay. My friends, we have some real problems in our culture. What's it all stem from? It all, it's, it's the sinfulness of man 
as we have departed, not only individually, but now as a culture, as a nation, from the ways of God. And every one of these things contributes and have given the devil a stronghold, a stronghold where more and more our culture now, our society is becoming unsafe and violence is spreading. It is a judgment. It is a curse. It is something that that God promises to protect the righteous from the violent man. But as we as a culture, as a country, turn more and more ignoring God, more into secularism, more into denying the Lord, more into just trusting in ourselves, much of his protection is being withdrawn from our land. So what do we need? We, we pray against this stronghold of crime and violence that destroys and hurts innocent people. We pray against that, but we know that ultimately, ultimately, this is a consequence of rejecting God, and it should motivate us as believers to cry out to God for our land, from every one of us, to turn back to the Lord, because these these smaller judgments, and these are smaller judgments, but they're designed to bring repentance, and if they don't bring repentance, then greater judgments come. And this is what we're seeing in our land, and it's a sad, sad thing. Let's let's us we ask ourselves, well, how do we pray for this? How do we cry out to God for these things? And I'd like to maybe just pray together right now, and and maybe uh, you would join with me, and we raise up our voice together for God to God for our land. Will you join me here? Oh, Father in heaven, we come to you today. Thanking you that you are thanking you that you are a merciful, gracious, kind, and forgiving God. That even in the judgment upon the earth in Noah's time, you said you weren't going to judge the whole earth again. And even in the midst of that judgment, you preserved Noah, a preacher of righteousness, and his family, and re- restarted the earth and told them to be fruitful and to multiply. And Lord, we 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 thank you that even when when things still went bad, you sent Jesus Christ the Messiah, the Lord, to offer himself for us, to die for us, to to reconcile us to God, to bring us back to you, to bring us into the truth, to deliver us from the domain of darkness and bring us into the kingdom of the beloved Son. We thank you for Jesus' victory over Satan. We thank you he conquered him at the cross. He conquered him when he rose from the dead. And now Jesus has been given a name above every name, that the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that you're Lord. We thank you, Jesus, you're seated above all rule, authority, power, and dominion. And in that place, you, you pray for us, and we pray that we would understand the authority we have as your children, as your church, the authority, the weapons you've given us of your truth and your pray, and a prayer. And Father, how I pray that when it comes to this area of violence and crime, as believers, we would not be silent. We believe that these are spiritual problems. Lord, people are only looking for political answers. These are spiritual problems. And how we pray in our land that as a church, we would be providing guidance and light and calling people to repentance, calling people to you. We pray in Jesus' name that these demonic strongholds of fatherless families, the demonic stronghold of violence, hatred, and anger, the stronghold of racism, 
the demonic stronghold that gave us the abortion culture that says life is worthless and can be thrown away, the demonic stronghold that, that, that gets delight out of seeing people suffer and delight out of, of horror, horrible, horrible movies that, that portray the most terrible of suffering and video games and other entertainment like this. Lord, the demonic stronghold of drugs and gangs, the demonic stronghold of, of spineless politicians who won't stand up against, uh, against crime and violence in the land. Oh, Lord, we cry out for these things. And we, we, we pray by your mercy, God, break these strongholds. Deliver people, people who are caught up in this bitterness, people who are caught up in this hatred, people who are caught up in guilt, people who are caught up in these, this, 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 this evil culture. People are caught up in these things we've prayed for. Deliver them and bring them to Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray for people to be born again out of gangs, out of the abortion industry, out of our highest officials. Lord, uh, people have grown up fatherless, and we pray they break this generational curse and say with them they'll get married, they'll have children, they'll have a family, and they'll raise them properly. Oh, God, all of these things we come to you and cry out to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, help us to realize the urgency of the moment. Help us to realize that our, our, our country, which once was a bright, shining light and once uh, was the a beacon of the gospel to the world and once was known for these things, it's become a corrupt place. And I pray, Father, for repentance and revival and salvation from the highest leaders of our land in our churches, in our families, in our government, in Hollywood, in our business communities, in our education, in our schools, Lord, wherever it may be, might, your, might there be a, a rebirth of a revival and a turning to God through faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. And we pray all this in his name, and we thank you, you hear us and can answer and will. We cry out in Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. The hour is an important hour, my friends. We're, this is not play time. This is, we are involved in a battle here for the very souls of people that we know and we love, we care about, our families, our churches, our communities, our nation, indeed our world. Thank you for joining me in prayer. God hears us. And I pray if you'll join me every day. If you're new today, welcome. I hope you'll come back regularly. Subscribe to the channel, like the video, leave a comment below. But put in your schedule to join us regularly, either live here at 8.30 a.m. when we come or later in, the, later in the day or even listen to the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platform. But whatever, join with us. We need people who will be mighty men and women for God, getting in the Word of God and praying over it. That's what matters. So I hope you join us. Share this video. Invite others to join us. Let's grow this mighty army of, of kingdom uh, warriors who will battle with the weapons God gave us, the Word of God, and prayer. God bless you. Till we meet tomorrow, might you be strong, be faithful, be filled with the joy of the Lord. That's our strength. I love you all, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.